Welcome back to the Watch This Way podcast. My name is Chase Brown. I'm James Gabriel. And joining us once again from below the Mason-Dixon line, our friend Adam Koska. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing? Very well, very well. Living the dream. This is the uh, third time you're joining us, so I think that officially makes you a seasoned regular. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Series regular, you can be... uh, Steve Urkel, or you can be Kimmy Gibbler. Uh, Your, choice. Your choice. I'll take Urkel. I'll take Urkel. Good choice. Urkel, uh, Urkel kind of takes over. Yeah. Fun yeah, Family no. Matters fact. Steve Urkel wasn't supposed to be the shit. Yeah, history but he was him better than uh, Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah, I mean, I fucking hated Kimmy Gibbler. Same. You hated Kimmy Gibbler? You thought she was the worst? I thought she was the worst human alive, and I wanted to fight her. All right, that makes sense. You know, she was kind of grubby. She like notoriously smelled. Uh, she was a thief. Yeah, I mean, just didn't seem like a good person to me. Oh, down with Kimmy Gibbler. On Full House, she was the villain. Yeah. If there was a villain on Full House, Kimmy Gibbler would be the villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a villain in Full House and a villain in our lives. Uh, we've got a fun episode today. We've got a bunch to talk about. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay have split, ending Gary Sanchez Productions. LeBron James can't get anybody to help him out with Space Jam 2. And the Suicide Squad. Still Not my king. going on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we've got uh, a bunch of trailers. we got Joker. we got Extremely Wicked. We've got The Dead Don't Die, amongst uh, other things. And uh, plus, we saw some movies. We saw... Shazam and Pet Cemetery, and we're going to tell you briefly what we thought about those. But first, um, it's WrestleMania Day. Uh, it's 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 WrestleMania tonight, and that's important to me. Um, so um, just going to ask you guys: Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, who's winning the main event tonight? Um, I'm not a wrestling guy, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna just free ball this one. Uh, I'm gonna go Ronda Rousey, only name okay. I really know. <laughs> All right, good pick. What about you, Adam? Uh, also, Charlotte not Flair. knowing anything about um, wrestling other than what you guys send me messages. Uh, yes, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Charlotte. I don't know, maybe. All right, feels good to me. Good pick, guys. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey, uh, too. All right. Okay, nice. So, I'm, I'm uh, confident with that pick, then. All right, <laughs> cool. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, that, that does it for our wrestling segment tonight. Um, <laughs> on to other things. Gary Sanchez Productions. It's over. It's a wrap. And it's gone. Uh, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay are ending their 13-year partnership following... Holmes and Watson's flop. Holmes and Watson was budgeted around forty-two million dollars, and I believe that it worldwide it made uh, between thirty-nine and forty. That's uh, so, long. yeah, not not great for them. Uh, some other notable Gary Sanchez movies are Anchorman Two, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, other guys, um, and that's it. That's it for these guys. Adam McKay is obviously doing other things. He did Vice last year. He did the Big Short a couple years before. Um, Will Ferrell, on the other hand, the only non-Gary Sanchez live-action movie he starred in, 
in like the past decade is Zoolander 2. Um, so these guys definitely have some ground to make up, I guess, if they're going their separate ways creatively. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that this was a, a good split? Do you think was this was the right timing for them? And do you think that they can uh, pick up their careers or keep them going going forward? James? Um, I think probably for the better. I feel like they haven't released something that I've loved in a while. Um, I think they may be better off doing their own thing. Uh, like you said, Adam McKay, he did some really good shit on his own. Uh, the Big Short being one of my favorites. Uh, so probably be- best for them to split. I don't think either of them are going to fail. I, I think they're going to be just fine, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. That's my thoughts. What do you think, Adam? Uh, I tend to agree. I think it was a good split. I mean, Adam McKay seems to be entering a different phase of his writing career, uh, kind of like going more like drama, uh, history, I don't know, like current events type things. Um, while also having a slight comedy take on it. Like, Vice was kind of funny at times. Um, uh-huh. And still, like, I mean, it's they're both very good movies, The Post and Vice. Uh, Vice was great. Um, haven't seen The Post since it came out, um, but I remember liking it a lot. Uh, but I can't say I remember uh, seeing a recent Will Ferrell movie that I liked. Um, Just so sad. Yeah. Uh, like, the other, me and Chase were talking about this earlier. I think The Other Guys was, like, the last um universally like liked uh will ferrell movie in 2010 or something like that mm-hmm. uh yeah probably i uh, mean you look yeah i mean you look down the line and it's i mean it's not great what you what we've been seeing in the past i mean it's it's homes and homes and watson which i don't think any of the three of us saw no um nope. you have the house you have zoolander 2 you have daddy's home get hard anchorman 2 it it's not a necessarily great track record. I mean, I think the last consensus, really, honestly, movie that people have been all in as far as Will Ferrell goes is Step Brothers. That was two thousand eight. After that, the other, uh, after that, the other guys. I personally like. Uh, I know some people don't like that movie. I, I'm not. I'm not sure where, what it sits out on, like Rotten Tomatoes and things like that. But, um, um I I definitely think that, um. I don't. I think that he's definitely taken a hit as far as let's go to this movie because Will Ferrell's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I mean, I think all actors are taking that kind of hit, but I think his movies especially have seen um, just haven't seen the the, the results for uh, the caliber of actor that we kind of still regard him as. Yeah, I I agree. I just like looked it up too. Yeah, other guys wasn't like perceived that well. It got like a sixty-five on Metacritic, um, but like everyone I know seems to like that movie. So yeah, I'm um, I'm thinking in my book, the other guys was probably the last really great Will Ferrell movie. But yeah, yeah I mean I haven't seen anything in recent years where I was like, this is great. He, I liked Anchorman too compared to most people, and even mm-hmm. that I was like, this isn't like life changing. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh probably best best for them to split and hopefully they just they're just better off on their own you know yeah uh, adam you were saying earlier you'd like to see uh maybe a dramatic turn again from will ferrell something a la uh stranger than fiction yeah i love stranger than fiction man it was one of my it's one of my favorite movies honestly like a top 10 favorite movie 
like, of all time. Just, not, like, it's the best movie I've ever seen, but just, like, personal favorites. Um, I don't know why I treasure this movie so much, but it's just, um, I mean, it's because it's such a different turn for Will Ferrell. You know, we're used to seeing, you know, uh, wacky, outrageous comedy Will Ferrell, but then you see this, like, humanized, awkward, socially inept kind of guy that just going through life, and then one day, you know, everything starts changing for him. And it's a very interesting character role for him, and I really, really appreciate that effort from him, and I think he did really good in that role, and I would love to see him try more, uh, you know, regular-type characters, not outrageous um, Ron Burgundy, other guys, stepbrothers type characters. Like we can, we like those movies. We appreciate them. We like everything you've done in the past. But that's not what comedy's all about anymore. Uh, you kind of need to have like you can have the outrageous premise like Tag or Game Night, the or cock or Blockers from last year were three of the better comedies in recent years, and they were outrageous premises premises, but they weren't like. Uh, outrageous throughout the entire movie like uh Step Brothers or Anchorman 2 or Get Hard or movies like that or Holmes and Watson uh so I think I would love to see him get more like regular down-to-earth type characters that were funny in a situational type way instead of just you know I got hit in the head with a croquet bat and now I now you all <laughs> should laugh <laughs> yeah uh I th- well said I, I I agree I agree with you completely there James anything to add uh no, I think I think we nailed it on the head. I think it's just hot. Every beginning there's an end. Mhm. True that. Um speaking of beginnings and ends. LeBron <laughs> James and the Los Angeles Lakers are done uh playing basketball for the season. I However, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about it. How do you feel? How do you feel? How how do you as a as a Los Angeles Lakers fan? Uh, how, how do you feel after the first season with uh, LBJ? Okay, so I mean, I came in talking a lot of shit this season. <laughs> I was like, we got LeBron. I'm pretty sure I told my buddy who's a 76ers fan that we were gonna see him in the finals and whoop that ass. Oh. Um, that didn't age well. Um. LeBron is not my king. He gave up on this team. <laughs> he, I, I don't know. I'm going to give it another season. But when you try to w- trade away your whole team and like just give up halfway through the season. Well, you have to give upset. it at least th- another three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to give it another three. You got to hold a presidential term here, buddy. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be bashing LeBron James here. We're, I'm going to have a record. And then fucking next year, you know, we're in the finals. And I'm like, LeBron James is my dude. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to let this season play out. Didn't work out how I wanted it to do. Uh, But uh, so maybe a bright future, hopefully. Anthony Davis, please come to the Lakers. (laughs) I can dig it. Uh, But with that being said, uh, the season has ended and LeBron James is now beginning production on Space Jam 2, or at least it's coming up. But before any of that can happen, he has to get a cast. And he's running into a little problem. Apparently, LeBron James is having a bit of a struggle finding some all-star athletes to join the project with him. We haven't gotten any names of people, but some of the higher anticipated athletes haven't gotten word or 
will not join the project. Now, if we think about Space Jam, and we were all Space Jam fans, right? Oh, easily. Um, Space Jam, the original is, I mean, loaded, loaded with uh, not only um, athletes, but celebrity cameos as well. And you'd think, obviously, the same from Space Jam 2. So what do you guys what do you guys think? Do you guys think this is a problem? Do you think that people are, are going to join this project or do you think that uh, maybe there's an aura around the LeBron that people don't want to join up this project? What do you think it is? Um I, I feel like a lot of people don't like LeBron to be completely honest. Uh can't be the easiest to get along with. Guy hypes himself up on Instagram every day like uh but do you think that he's the problem, or do you think that, like, these basketball players just don't want to be doing this? Like, I I don't know how I feel about Space Jam 2 yet. Do you guys? See, I, I the way I kind of sit on it is, and I want to get your guys' opinion on it too, is Space Jam, the original, is not a great movie. But it is a very, the I mean. nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Right. The nostalgia of it. And what it is, just the, the, the fact that it crosses over a big property like Looney Tunes with the NBA and, you know, tons of NBA players and things like that, it is such a, you know, it's such a cool thing. And it's, you know, if we can get more movies like it, it's like, let's keep making them because it's just fun. They're self-aware. Um, and it's just celebrity now. That's just how pop culture is now. I uh-huh. mean, we're at a, at a state where a Space Jam movie is the perfect movie. Um, but I think, I think it, I think, I think I'm, I'm sold on Space Jam too. I think it's definitely should be happening. Adam, do you, do you feel the same? Do you feel differently? I definitely agree. Uh, I think I, like you said, Space Jam isn't like a great movie, but I just have very positive like memories and feelings towards this movie just cause like nostalgia factor, like it was an important movie to when I was, to me when I was a kid, like these superstars in the NBA are playing with the Looney Tunes right now and it's awesome. Um, but, uh, I, I find it hard to believe that people just don't want to be in this movie. Like NBA stars, like we got uncle Drew this year with Kyrie Irving and all those other guys. And I just don't see how Kyrie Irving can look at uncle Drew and then be like, no, I don't want to do space jam two with LeBron. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me, I guess. I don't know. Um, I would like to see, um, I think people should join this project. I have faith in this project. I believe in it. Uh, do you think there's a do you think there's a competitive problem behind it? Do you guys think there's something there? Do you think it's why do I want to join a movie where uh, because I mean a big thing with NBA players now too is image mm-hmm. and obviously yep. in the original Space Jam it's okay um, you got you have you guys you have guys like uh, Charles Barkley and, and Muggsy Bogues who are really willing to play around like okay we lost our our ability to play the game of basketball uh, to cartoon characters. But do you think NBA players right now are willing to do like that? Do you think they want to look bad next to uh, LeBron in film after they may already uh, do that during like their, their jobs, their regular <laughs> season jobs? That may be a problem too. I actually agree with that a lot. I I think the NBA players, like image is everything to them now. They're, they all want the big contract. They all want to be the big name on the team. Like, I guarantee there's several players out there that think they should be the star of Space Jam over LeBron. So, 
that might be the issue here. That, that might just be like Kevin Durant. Just like he gets butthurt if you like say something to him on Twitter. How do you think he felt when <laughs> fucking LeBron James was fucking picked over him to be in Space Jam 2? <laughs> like this dude was probably crying at home. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I agree with that take. I think uh, image has a lot to do with maybe them not wanting to pursue this movie and be in it. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, and I definitely agree with that a lot. Um, image is everything. And, you know, social media is completely different than it was in the 90s. I mean, it exists now. It didn't exist in the 90s. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, like, if you do something, that, like, dumb, like, if they do something dumb in the movie when they don't have talent, and then they do something in the real world, like, on their job, when they do something dumb, they'll be, like, get, they'll get, just get flamed, dude. Like, easily right. get flamed. And I just don't see how i mean i definitely get like the image now the image is everything and that's a very good point so it it's it'll i think it'll be difficult i guess now thinking about that getting people on board yeah um but with that i mean space jam 2 is heading into production this summer um terrence nance directing uh and obviously LeBron's starring in it so we'll see we'll see if we can get uh the caliber of NBA players that we want in this movie that we want to see or the level of celebrity that we want to see in this movie uh because if not they might have to change course which we don't want right uh speaking of changing course uh the Suicide Squad just another piece of news here Idris Elba, uh, as we know, has signed on originally to play Deadshot, but we know as of right now that is no longer the case. Idris Elba is still joining the film, but he's not playing Deadshot. He's playing a new character that we don't know as of right now. Um, also, we know that Jai Courtney has officially come back. Viola Davis has officially come back. And and Margot Robbie will be appearing as Holly Quinn in this movie. Um and that leaves so that leaves Deadshot open, having no character in this movie, um, maybe leaving Will Smith open to come back at a later point. Um, so it looks like right now we are set into what this movie is going to be uh, heading forward. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys think this is a good look for uh, DC, DC? And uh, do you think that are you confident in what's going to happen? I think this was a good look for DC. If we had a character change like that, I, I think I'd be about done with the DC universe. Uh, I'll get a, a little more into it when we talk about one of the trailers later, but uh, I think they need to try to stay as consistent as possible. Like they already started behind because they tried to rush it. Mm -hmm. Like just slow it down, build your universe, get Idris Elba in this fucking universe, get, make him a fire character. He shouldn't be, taking Will Smith's spot. Like, you have a good fucking character for Deadshot. Let's let's find something else Cesar Selva can do because I'm sure there's a, a character in this universe that he could play. Uh, so, overall, I think this was the right move for Suicide Squad, and I'm I'm glad James Gunn... I think... I'm assuming he made that call, so... I think that was a yeah. good move. Just leave fucking uh, Deadshot out of this one. You kind of left his storyline open of how he could be out of it, so... Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm also good with this move. Uh, I like to see I like Idris Elba a lot, um, so I'm cool with him staying on this movie, uh, and I'm definitely cool with him not being dead shot anymore. Uh, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Like we can get we, the DC and Marvel, or they have hundreds of characters they can pick from, 
give Idris Elba any other character in the universe, any other villain, and we'll be fine. Uh, I think he's a good enough actor that he can like bring enough power to this role to make it like believable that this other villain is now in charge or, I don't know, halfway in charge of the squad. Um, I'm just surprised that Margot Robbie's still on board. I mean, as long as... She's, like, been the only person that's, like, been consistent through this entire series. Like, she also has that Birds of Prey movie coming out. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems like people are, like, getting away from this project from DC, but she's the one that's staying. And I, I'm i very curious as to why she's deciding to stay with this, all of this DC that's been kind of a big mess the past few weeks. Yeah. Months, years, even. So it's just that's, I think it's a good move for them to switch Idris Elba around. In that's short. the thing though, it seems like DC tries to almost push their characters out. They were like, Will Smith doesn't have time to do this movie, so we're just gonna make Idris Elba Deadshot. Like, mm. why? Will Smith was one of the best parts of that movie. Um, and then like Henry Cat, like they didn't want to shoot another Superman two Superman movie because they wanted to get right to Justice League. So Henry Cavill started other jobs, and then they were like, well, he might not be Superman anymore. <laughs> Like, the Henry Cavill loves being Superman. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He's the perfect Superman. Like, fix yeah, your universe, what, and don't worry about that kind of shit. Like, That's what go. I was uh, going to comment on as well, because with uh, Will Smith, at least, if um, what the reports are... Because the reason why I didn't think the reports about him having a scheduling conflict were true was um, they just said okay fine but they brought on Idris Elba to play his role you'd think that the route that they would go originally is let's cast Idris in a new role and uh, if if it is really scheduling conflicts or even if it isn't if he maybe just doesn't want to come back right now we'll make a movie without him without that role mm-hmm. and then we'll see how it does maybe Suicide Squad maybe The Suicide Squad uh, turns out to be good James Gunn makes a great spin on it. People really like this movie. Maybe now people want a dead, uh, Deadshot Shola movie or they want a, the Suicide Squad 3 or whatever. Uh, maybe that'll give him grounds to come back. So I think this is the perfect thing they could have done. I think switching, just switching out the actor, uh, like you said, don't do that. You don't want to eliminate uh, what you're the best part of your, your franchise has been. Um, give that shit some time to breathe, as they'd say, um, and and let it let it run. I agree. Totally agree. I don't, I don't think there's much left to say on that because I mean, fucking DC man, James Gunn. Hopefully he can fucking help this thing. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. Um, uh, continuing, let's continue. On the uh, the DC front here, uh, we do have some trailers that came out this week. We do. Um, one of the trailers that we uh, were looking forward to the most was the Joker trailer for the Joaquin Phoenix-led Todd Phillips-directed movie coming out in October. What do you guys think? So, my first thought is, like, this movie looks awesome. Joaquin Phoenix... Probably should have been the DCEU Joker from the start. Um, I don't even think this isn't a part of the DCEU, which is where my problem kind of comes into it. Uh, I'll get to the trailer here in a sec, but I don't like that we got two Jokers right now. Like, what is the point of this? Uh, 
you didn't you didn't like what Joker you performed in in Suicide Squad, so you're putting out this Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, and it looks awesome. Why couldn't we just get that from the start? Why do we have two Jokers right now? That's my question. Uh, it's I just feel like DC is a shit show, and they're just like, how can we make money? Let's spit that movie out. But at least they're becoming like more like. Uh, they're planning it a little better now. And, like, this movie looks awesome. The trailer was awesome. So many 80s themes in it. Robert De Niro. Like, fuck. I'm in. You sold me. Even though I'm mad. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I am completely 100% sold on this movie. I am so pumped for it. Uh, it just looks so perfect. And I think these standalone movies are actually, like, the way that... Um, DC probably should have taken this from the start. It, yep. Like, do the Marvel thing. Like, you know, give these characters each their own movie. Let them build their own, like, background, our own connections to these characters, and then worry about the big group projects at the end. Worry about Justice League once you have an established cast of people we like. Um, don't... And I think Joaquin Phoenix, like, watching this trailer, going from this weird, like, 70-pound, like, gangly-ass man to become mm-hmm. the Joker, like him dancing down the steps at the end of the trailer, that was like, he looked like he just embodied the role of the Joker so perfectly and that fucking laugh, man. Oh my God. Chills. <laughs> Chills when I heard that Some laugh. It was crazy perfect. Crazy shit, man. It was nice. Um, Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I, I also really like the trailer. I do want to push back. The only thing I want to push back on is... um. I think it's okay that we have more than one Joker, and I think it's okay that they experiment with um, things like that, purely because, um, like you said, Adam, DC is not Marvel, Um, and I don't think at this point that they should try to be. Um, You said that they should uh, go for the singles before they uh, do the group projects, Mm -hmm. But I hate group projects. <laughs> group projects are the worst. Group projects suck. Um, the Avengers was great. That was like a nice, light, airy one. Was, but uh, uh, if you talk about the group projects for the um, for the MCU, uh, the next the the next best one is uh, Civil War, and Captain America had his name all over it because he did all the work um, on that one. Yeah. Um, but I think that they should just why not. Keep it in singles. Keep switching it up. Keep throwing shit at the wall. I would say, I mean, if you want to have, if, like, throw me a throw me a Jared Leto Joker movie too. Why not? I mean, I'm gonna go see these movies. I don't <laughs> care. I mean, I, I'm go I'm going to the movie theater. I already know that. So why not give me as much good content as you can from DC? I think at this point. Um, throw however many sides of the universe you want to, and then you don't have to worry about the big team-up movies. I mean, obviously, we're, we're going to want those, so you're going to want to have a path for what you do, but I think that they should I think that they should worry about having good content, um, not necessarily worrying about leading to something anymore. I think that they should throw that away completely. So if they have an idea for uh, a really good Superman movie, that has something to do with Joaquin Phoenix, um, but they have a really good Superman movie for something that doesn't have to do with the universe he's in, I think that both of those movies coming out should be a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think we should look, I think we can 
and will, if put in that mindset, will look forward to those things. I see that point, but as soon as he, I'm assuming, which is a young Bruce Wayne, where he's like, they're building towards something. Uh, what are we going to have, sure. like two things going on here? Uh, I don't need that in my life. I think it's fine. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you think that, I mean, you figure there's not necessarily going to be, if it's, if a, if a comic book movie's coming out in theaters, I'm going to go see it. And I've, I mean, I can, I consume enough content myself, like movies, television, etc., to where I can say, okay, um, maybe two Batman movies came out this year, but this Batman movie has to do with this thing. And that Batman movie is a different thing. Like it's easy enough to put those things in categories where if they keep throwing us at our faces and they're good, then my arms are open. Yeah. But that's assuming hopefully this one is good because <laughs> we got a real shitty joker before. <laughs> right. That, uh, yeah. I mean, totally. That's, that's, I mean, that's assuming anything's good for sure. But I mean, that's, I just that's... don't want to run into the same star. The problem with Star Wars, where we're getting a bunch of movies shot out with characters people like, and then it's just, it's just not good. I, I just don't want to see that route for DC. I, I'm definitely down for a multiverse thing. I agree with that a hundred percent. Fucking, fucking give me multiverse. Give me fucking different storylines. Give me the universe where fucking Superman kills everyone. The Injustice universe. Give me that. I'm down. But just like, I don't know. I I just. Something just felt wrong about this. I don't, I don't know why. I think that, and Adam, tell me how you feel about this, too. I think that I could, like, if we're talking Scooby-Doo, <laughs> <laughs> like, for a second, like, the animated, the animated, uh, uh, what's the, what's the show when they were, like, really young kids? Oh, God. And was that What's a New Scooby-Doo? A pup named Scooby-Doo or something like that, wasn't it? Or a pup named Scooby-Doo? I can watch a pup named Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo Where Are You uh, concurrently and enjoy both content content, and not, um, you know, worry about them overflowing from each other. Why can't we do that with, why can't we have like a Joaquin Phoenix thing that maybe focuses on running up like a young Batman while, while we have like an established Batman? Do you think that's too much? I think no, that's okay. No, I think it's fine. But, like, at least, like, try to fix the Joker that you started first, in my opinion. Well, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying past, like, past where we're at now. I'm saying, like, assuming everything is hunky-dory. I'm just saying put, the, put w- with that mindset that, like, things are working at, out and these singles keep happening. Because I haven't seen Shazam yet, but Adam saw Shazam. Uh, he's going to talk, talk about that in a little bit. Um, but if these singles keep working out, I'm saying, uh, and we have a future like that, I know right now it's too rocky to put something like that to motion, but I'm saying rather than, um, just saying, okay, well, these things are going to lead to the next team up. Right. I think that they should just say, how long can we do this small shit? I agree with that. I'm just completely fine with them doing this type of thing when their universe is like worked out. But, like, in my opinion, I think you need to perfect what you started before we move on to a new Joker. I just had, I just saw Joker, like, last year, and he was shite. And now you're going to give me Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm like, and I'm now all I'm thinking in my head is, wow, this could have been the Joker the whole time. So, that's my, really where I have a problem with it. 
uh, definitely cool with like having these individual stories. Like I said, like I, I love the idea of a multiverse. I'd like to see them introduce that where they kind of even explain it through the movies because that's something like we haven't even seen in the movies. That's something Marvel hasn't done yet. And maybe they do that in Endgame with the Quantum Realm or whatever. But that's something I'd like to explore because that's a big thing in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, give me that. But fix what you got first. Adam, That's, where are you at? Uh, I'm hearing both sides of the story, and I really like both points. Um, I definitely understand the whole, you know, fix what was broken, then we can move on to the rest side. But I'm also really agreeing with the side that's saying, uh, you know, let's just, we can still have that part, but we need to, like, we can do these multiverse things. We can do these standalone titles. We have all this property and all these stories that people want to see on this big screen or these characters they want to see done right on the big screen. And I think Joaquin Phoenix um, is going to be a 1,000% better Joker than Jared Leto ever could be. Um, I don't think they, I don't think that's a problem they can fix with Jared Leto. I think his Joker, they made him way too... It's just bad casting. Yeah, they just made him... Jared Leto just wasn't right for a Joker role. Um, you know, no, no, nothing against Jared Leto's acting because uh, I talked about him in Dallas Buyers Club and I loved him in that role. I think he's a really good actor. I just don't think that the Joker was right for him or how they portrayed him was definitely not right for the Joker. And I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to be the perfect um, choice for the Joker. I have yet to see a role that Joaquin Phoenix has been part of that I do not like. Uh, There's never been... There's probably a movie out there that he's been in that's not good, I'm sure. But I've never seen him play a bad role, honestly never played a bad character um last thing on it real quick for me do you think uh you're down the road after this movie has come out is joaquin phoenix gonna be in the talks of heath ledger and jack nicholson joker i hope so i really hope so i hope so too i I, because i agree i think joaquin phoenix is gonna kill this role and i didn't know how i felt about the makeup on this joker at first but as I keep watching it, and like it gives me the '80s vibe, it feels so right. Yeah, I 100 percent so agree. Right. They had some cast picture come out or some uh, image come out from on set a few months ago, just like him in his makeup, and it was some like five second clip of him with his makeup and like lights were flashing and stuff. And I was like, ah, that looks kind of like an old classic Joker, but that doesn't. I don't know. It felt weird to me at that time, but now seeing it like in the trailer, it looked perfect. It looked exactly what I wanted this tra- this Joker to look like, and it's I think he's going to do great with it. Uh, I'm excited. Even though, like I, I said all that, I am excited for this movie at the end of the day. Give me all the superhero movies, but I just want to see DC get their shit together at the same time because they arguably have better stories than Marvel, better characters in some aspects. So they should, they should really be doing better than they are, and I think this Joker is going to be dope. Like, really dope. Easily. Well, not easily, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. (laughs) Potentially. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Just last thing on it for me. I uh, I agree with what both of you are saying. um, uh, With with what Joaquin can do with this role and with how he looks and with the direction this movie can go and what, uh, what caliber this could be at at the end of the day. Uh, I'm all for these stories to keep coming and to um, yeah to just just to just to keep flowing because I, I think they do really work 
And like you said, I think they do have really good stories that they maybe just not have not gotten to yet. Um, at my 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 personal feelings as far as comic book movies go, um, there's a lot of them. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of them for probably a really long time. Uh, I'm not so much worried anymore about um, they could have gotten this one right or this could have been that way. Um, I like uh, I I I think that we should just uh, I I just like to see every version of everything at this point. Um, probably just because I feel a little I feel a little detached than what I did maybe five years ago. Um, so I just think that at this point, um, I think throw everything at me. Just give you give you good movies and you're happy. Right. Correct. Yeah. I feel that too. Okay. Um, but moving on from the Joker. Uh, we have the trailer for The Dead Don't Die. Um, this one um, sort of, uh, I wasn't really, I heard a little bit about this movie. Um, I wasn't really um, too, too familiar with it. But this one has got a heck of a cast. We've got Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Till Swinton, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, uh, my girl Selena Gomez. Thank you, Selena. <laughs> Um, uh, amongst others, and uh, we've got a uh, basically a, a, a small town um, a zombie takeover that we're looking at. With um, it looks like there's pretty much an anthology going on where it focuses on multiple characters. Um, I haven't seen a movie a trailer like this in a while with uh, just like the kind of the star-studded cast with the. Uh, multiple like storylines kind of going on it besides the uh i don't know like the mother's day movies the the you know like the uh, you guys remember that like the uh the uh, uh new year's day oh, movies yeah. valentine's oh, day movies i forgot like, about those movies yeah, yeah, yeah. like i can't really think of any big big like um um cat movie 43 <laughs> like those big <laughs> cast of movies uh where, where this many characters are kind of playing along especially in like a, a, a comedy environment um so what did you guys think of the trailer uh i think I, i'm kind of interested in this movie i think it, it's it's going to be fun uh reminded me I, I think while i was watching the trailer for the first time when i first found out about it i was watching it with you guys kind of we were talking on skype and uh I, it reminded me of zombie land and it made me immediately think of zombie land and I don't know. It just had a good vibe of this movie. A little lighthearted. Uh, I'm down. Bill Murray, give me Bill Murray. I'm down. That's all I gotta say. It looks fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm in um, on this movie. Uh, we, you know, there's a million different ways you can take a zombie movie, and we've seen every uh, attempt at the zombie story. You know, we've seen the crazy horror movies of 28 days later, 28 weeks later, and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there was one where they're in the mall. I can't remember the name of it right now. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we see in the comedy route was Zombieland. Uh, and I, th- um, I think zombie movies are great potential for z- uh, comedies, and I'm really excited for this movie. I really like Adam Driver. Uh, you know Bill Murray. He's an he's a legend. So I don't I don't see how this can really, it can go wrong, but I don't see how it can honestly. Yeah, I think this is uh this has definitely got a lot of um, potential behind it. I'm not um, too too familiar with the director of this movie, uh, Jim Jarmuch. Uh, 
not really too familiar with his work. But yeah, I mean this this cast is definitely something that uh, to look forward to. I think the trailer was like you guys said it was really funny. It was really promising looking. And uh yeah, go ahead and give it to me. Um a lot of dead people in this trailer and uh Ted Bundy killed a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> so segue. Um, what's <laughs> seamless <laughs> seamless segue <laughs> so let's talk about the trailer for uh extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile starring mr zach efron uh now the original trailer for this movie was uh, i think it was maybe it maybe it was a teaser maybe it was a full length i don't remember um but it was kind of uh lighthearted i wouldn't yeah. say lighthearted but it was yeah. airy um, it was, uh, it, it, you know, there didn't seem too much like the profile of uh, a serial uh, killer. Um, but <laughs> we've got this new trailer that looks really, really dark and different and has um, Zac Efron um, maybe, digging, maybe digging as deep as he did in, like, the High School Musical 2 era. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think of the trailer? Uh yeah no I I think Zac Efron looks like he's gonna kill it in this movie and I'm actually <laughs> kill it <laughs> but um we uh, <laughs> you so funny <laughs> <laughs> uh I think he's gonna do really well in this role and I'm excited to see this movie now actually from this trailer more than the last trailer which is weird because I was excited before so. Yeah, give give me Zac Efron, Ted Bundy, any day. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first trailer I was definitely like, that was weird. Um, I don't think – I I had a feeling it wasn't the tone that they were going to set for the movie from that first trailer. I was like, this is definitely like we're playing happy music right now. This isn't a happy subject. Uh, yeah. Ted Bundy murdered and raped like 40 <laughs> people. Um, I don't know why we're – why am I supposed to be like enjoying this trailer right now? I'm, I'm supposed to be creeped out, and then they definitely hit – Hit it on the head right here with this trailer. Um, I think Zac Efron's, you know, primed to do very well with this role. I think he's perfect for it. You know, he's a young, attractive guy, and that's who Ted Bundy was supposed to be back then. Like, he was some young, attractive guy that people, like, they bought into his thing. Like, oh, yeah, you know, he's just some guy. He's just some attractive guy. And then he goes out and does these crazy, uh, what's it called? Um, <laughs> you know some extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile acts and you know <laughs> now this trailer definitely hit it with the tone and i'm very excited for it been excited for, for it from the start but this trailer just kind of increased my level of hype for it yeah i'm right with you um i i'm i'm all over those uh true crime movies mm-hmm. <laughs> i think um I think everyone really just true crime documentaries, true crime movies, especially um, Netflix, really um, having a heavy, heavy market for it. And this being the perfect home for Netflix, because all the time you see people watching um, these these true crime documentaries and movies that hit Netflix. Um, they're easily accessible. Uh, they're easily watched. People love talking about them with their friends, families and otherwise. Um I think this is the perfect home for it. I think that Zac Efron has the opportunity to really kill this, and it looks like he's digging down deep for this for this for this role. Um, so, I mean, shout out to Zac Efron. 
Um, Shout out Zach Efron. Waiting on HSM four, bro. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. Besides that, uh, yeah. Anything else on the trailer, guys? No. Any uh, any uh, any uh, any uh, serial killer r- rapists movies you're waiting on at this point? Um, not off the top of my head, but like I'm not addicted to like serial killer shit like other people are. Like people eat that shit up. Yeah, that's a weird trend yeah. nowadays. Um, I would I'd like to see a John Wayne Gacy film for sure. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a Dahmer movie I could be it. cool. Uh, we already got the Zodiac movie um, from, uh, what's his name? Uh, David Fincher. David Fincher, yeah. I'm afraid to watch that movie. I haven't watched it yet, but it's like been on my list. I'm oh, like, it's great. I should watch that today. And I'm like, it's almost 8 o'clock and it's dark out and I don't want to do this to myself. <laughs> so I just, I always it's, do uh... that. I always decide against it, but I need to watch that. And um, But yeah, I think a Dahmer or a Wayne Gacy movie could be really good. Jeffrey Dahmer with an L. Yeah. I I, I don't get why they're um why everyone's into the serial killer true 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 crime stuff nowadays, but that's that's where the uh, interest is. Yeah, I get all I get a little cringy on serial killer shit. I don't know. I I don't like creeps me out. Being being killed with a knife is like the scariest thing ever. That Oh body yeah. Body stuff's not great. Yeah, like I'm not I'm just getting cringy just thinking about it now. Like, so yeah. uh, you guys tell us uh, at Movie Boyos on Twitter, uh, what way would you least like to be killed? <laughs> um, uh, which uh, serial murderers movie are you waiting on? Um, are you excited to, to watch Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile on Netflix? And, and are you a serial killer? Please. Because and yeah, and are you a serial killer? Um, <laughs> complete anonymity. Check from that our box. Court. Check that box. Speaking of checking boxes, um, Game of Thrones comes out uh, next Sunday, boys. Ah! I can't believe it. It felt like it feels like Christmas. It's almost the end of an era. Um, with that, we do have a Game of Thrones survey out right now. We've had a bunch of submissions and responses already you still have time before uh the air date for next week we're gonna probably put the episode out the thursday before the show airs mm-hmm. so uh keep submitting that share that with your friends you could find that again on the movie boys twitter movie boyos twitter that's in that's movie boyos b-o-y-o-s um anything else guys Nah. nah i think i'm good uh I promise any serial killers who uh, admit to us, we will provide complete anonymity to them. Um, we'll keep yeah, you guys safe. This is my safety. This is, uh, we'll keep ourselves know, safe, and we'll keep you safe, me? I guess. Uh, and if you guys need any pen pals or anything like that, we'll just put Adam's uh, address in the description below. Yeah, uh, yeah you, can, you can talk to Adam. We're going to keep our addresses out of it. Um, yeah, you guys have my social security number at this point. You know, <laughs> just anything that you need to identify me with, uh, address, social security number, anything. It's at your birthday. disposal. Bo- birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that'll do it for us in the Watch This Way studio. We'll see you guys later. See you guys. Bye.